What's up, nerds? We're your hosts. I am Chad. And I am Jake. This is our weekly podcast where we explore the world of nerd from TV, movies, games, comics, news, and books. We will give you our opinions, theories, and oftentimes spoilers. We will also have friends and experts as guests on the show to elaborate further on those topics. But be prepared. We like to have a few drinks, so buckle up. If you want to support our show, like, share, and subscribe wherever you enjoy your podcasts. You can also become a premium subscriber over at buymeacoffee.com slash allthingsnerd. So let's get into it. This is the All Things Nerd Podcast. Welcome, nerds, to the All Things Nerd podcast, your weekly dive into all things nerd. Now, Jake, I hope that you had a good week this past week, but let's just jump right into our first topic. And first, cheers. (sighs) Yum. Yeah. (laughs) Convincing. Anyways, uh. was, was that on purpose to show off the shirt? No, it was just like <laughs> burning my chest. Um, oh, now I feel bad. Because it's from hell. Um, <laughs> if you believe in that sort of thing. Yeah, which we don't. No. Um, first topic, we're going to talk about Halo. Uh, season 2, episode 4. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Before we get started, spoiler alert: you got about three seconds to get out of here. Come back later, and that's it. So, I mean, before you take the first topic, to give them a few more seconds, this episode is called Reach. Oh, yeah. It's kind of a hint. Yeah. Now go. And we're gonna wing it. That's the first thing I gotta say about this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ongoing not funny joke um but anyways uh this is so far in both seasons in my my personal opinion this is the first episode that i've been like holy shit that was really good i yeah i agree there's been parts of other episodes that we've both enjoyed but a start to finish episode this this is what i wanted from a halo episode apart from a couple of small things, but it's not like a 15-minute part of a 40-minute episode. Yeah. <clears throat> this episode is like pretty much all combat. Absolutely incredible. Uh, <clears throat> the progression throughout the episode of Master Chief and uh, Corporal Perez fighting their way through the streets of reach trying to get back to fleetcom incredible it also felt like a level in halo mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know especially in like the fall of reach uh halo odst and stuff like that where you know you're like in the city making your way from one one destination to another Instead of just like you're on a spaceship or you're mm-hmm. on the ring. 
sorry, I have a wild cough. Um, but it felt like the game, and it's what I wanted from this show. Mm-hmm. It's really frustrating that it took one and a half seasons to get there. And I bet you it's not going to stay there. I don't know how that they can just like make a soap opera uh, out of the remainder of this season while they're still on reach as it's just being bombed to hell and about to be glassed. We'll see. I, I hope it's not the case. You're probably right. There's always, I know this from being a fan of like TV shows since I was a kid. Um, one of them being, as some of you may know, Smallville. And they would always give you, in every season, 10 seasons of Smallville, they always give you a build up towards like mid to end of the season of something crazy. And then they throw like two or three shit episodes at you. And it's like, God damn it. And then like the season finale is like big. Uh, and I'm assuming that's what we're going to get here. We got like our mid season, like, finale. holy shit yeah. moment. And then we're going to get some shit episodes before like the big finale. Yeah. That would be, that would be my assumption. Uh, or my guess. Um, I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But. Yeah just through my thir- almost 37 years of life watching TV, I'm probably right. I wish you weren't. I really wish you weren't. <laughs> <clears throat> what was really cool with a lot of the combat of this episode, though, is you get some, like, more gameplay stuff. You know, Master Chief dropping and picking up guns. Mm-hmm. Um you know, to make sure that he always has ammo. The exploding spikes. Yeah, from the needlers. We get, yeah, we got to see some of that. The <clears> needles, <throat> exploding needles, yeah. We got to see some of that, a lot of that, actually, and one of them, tragically, unfortunately. But yeah. we can get into that in a minute, but yeah. Um, but also, like, yeah. the, the checks uh, for, like, melee uh, mm-hmm. with rifles. Run out of bullets, yeah. Yeah. And just fucking pistol whip somebody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just hockey cross check, but with a gun. I, when I played Halo, I <laughs> fucking live and die, obviously, <laughs> by, by running out of ammo and just beating the shit out of somebody with my gun until I get killed. <laughs> and sometimes, sometimes it works out in your favor and you're like, oh shit, I just got a new gun. It's on. But sometimes you're like, this is only going to work for so long, and I'm going to get killed. Yeah, you, you yeah. pick up a weapon, you're like, sweet, this will take care of one person, and there's five around me. How yeah. many times can I punch <laughs> before it takes me back to the last checkpoint? Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> I'm falling into that a lot more, because a really bad habit that I have with playing video games is my first playthrough is I care more about the story of games. So I play on, like, not quite the easiest level, but, like, one up from the easiest level, because I still like a little bit of a challenge. But now I've played all the Halo games. But because the show's out, I'm like, I'm going to replay them. Mm-hmm. So now I'm playing it at a harder level, and constantly picking up guns, you're like, oh, no. 
how many times can I punch? <laughs> what one were we playing? <clears throat> we were playing Infinite, uh, Halo Infinite, which is the newest one. Hard. Yeah. Well, I think that we we're playing it on a harder level to begin with. Yeah. Um. Also, when you have a couple of people playing, I always kind of up the difficulty. Yeah. Um, that's just me. Just handing the controller <laughs> back and forth every time we die. We're like, fuck! <laughs> Sometimes we would die so fast that we're like, <laughs> I go twice. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's fun. Hard game. Anyways, sorry. I still haven't beaten it. Um, that's because I stopped. Nope. And then I was like, I'm going to start over. Yeah, um, I got. I started playing Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. And then I got so into that that I just stopped <laughs> playing Halo. Uh, and I need to pick that back up. But Yeah. Meh. Meh. Also, what's really cool is... You, in earlier games, you don't see very many of the jackals, which are the ones with like the little shields wielding swords. Mm-hmm. Uh, until like Halo Infinite, I think Halo 5 is where you first really start seeing them. Um, but you see a handful in this episode, which was cool. But what was really cool was that we see Master Chief pick up a, a plasma sword. Yeah. <clears throat> you know? I just... I There it is. What? There it is. Ah. What we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I hope that happens soon. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> I literally was just like, whoa, everything's so beautiful. <laughs> I can see in the dark. Oh. <clears throat> For those of you that don't know, we drink while we do this. Yeah, not well, not on drugs. <laughs> while we podcast. Uh, <laughs> Jake's not on drugs. He has a child. Uh, he has to be I don't, yeah. responsible. Um, <laughs> but what was really cool was I didn't realize that <clears throat> Master Chief picked up the handle for a plasma sword because mm-hmm. the way that he hits the ground and grabs it and like holds it close to himself for a second, it looks like he's holding a plasma grenade. So I thought that we we're finally going to get to see him chuck a grenade that sticks and then just goosh. Yeah. But then he ignites the sword and I'm like, I'm okay with this too. Yeah. This is better. <laughs> um, that was really cool. I think, so this is, uh, I probably should have touched this first, but the, none of the Spartans are in armor in this episode because they get taken like off guard. Like they like that just happens, and they're like ah. But then when they go looking for their suits, they find out that the douche. What's his fucking, fucking name? Ackerson. I have it right in front of me. Why did I do Joseph that? Morgan, aka yeah. Ackerson? James Ackerson. He took <coughs> he. So if you watched the last episode, you know that he knew that the attack was coming, and he was trying to evacuate certain people but was going to basically leave everyone else behind and be like it's like the billionaires you're... are looking out for only billionaires weird yeah like Go if we run twitter joseph morgan he's, he's like what he says like we we can we can win this war but we're not going to win this fight come with me he's talking to jacob uh and he's like come with me and that's when jacob we talked about it last week is like go fuck yourself yeah. uh emerald keys and, for the win 
And so uh, James <coughs> Ackerson, the, that that douchebag, he took all of the Spartan suits with him when he left Planet, uh, yeah. which means that... Well, at least for Silver Team. We don't yeah. know how many Spartans are left on Reach. If you yeah. played the game, you know that there's a couple of like spider cells still out there. But also, a lot of them are probably out on mission. Yeah. Um, so, they don't have their suits. It's not that they're like, oh, we don't have time to go grab it. Uh, they're like, ah, oh, that <clears throat> son of a bitch took our suits. Yeah, because there's he literally left them a, to die. There's literally a scene where Master Chief John is telling Vanek and Riz, because Kai is missing throughout this entire episode, is like, we got to go suit up. Go go get your armor, <clears throat> and they're like it's it's gone. Mm-hmm. There's nothing there. It's not that we're locked out because we're on, you know, we've been grounded or anything like that. It's just it's not there. And Ackerson's just a piece of shit. I mean, kudos to Joseph Morgan for consistently playing a conceited, arrogant asshole. He's just got a punchable <clears throat> face. I think it's yeah. just that's all you can play. I would I would love to see him not be that. I am um, I wouldn't. Fuck that. No. No offense to the guy the actor. Like God, I mean he's he got do, a, he does it so well. Yeah. But it's it's like Tom Cruise. You know, you want to see him play a bad guy because he's so good at being the action hero. You know I've seen him play a bad guy <clears throat> in a few roles. Yeah, but it's been like he does it really well. 15, 20 years since he did it the last time. You know, Collateral was the last one that I can think of, and that was mid knots. Yeah. That's besides I don't know. the point. I feel like Les Grossman was a bad guy. He wasn't like a villain, but he was a bad guy. <laughs> he was a hilarious bad guy. Anyways, we're getting off topic. Yeah. Yeah. A G. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah i just i really want now when matt when master chief finds out that uh james ackerson take took the suits you could just see it in his face like i'm gonna fucking murder that dude and that's what i'm really hoping happens i'm like dude mm-hmm. i hope when they meet back up that he gets his ass handed to because he's like half the size of uh john pablo sorry i can't i'm 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 trying to figure out do i use their real names or do you use their character names that's why i keep looking at my (laughs) screen in front of me um pablo uh schreiber um i'll use their actual names master chief uh, not their actual name. I'll use their uh, yeah. show names. Master Chief uh, is like twice the size of this guy. And I'm really hoping when they do meet back up that he just picks him up and like banes him. <laughs> just like bane Batman. <clears throat> you break now. <clears throat> it could be an interesting way to transition because you would think that where this season ends because Reach is falling. Where Reach falls and where the first Halo game picks up is like two months. But Master Chief is in like cryogenic stasis. So 
could be that he kills the <laughs> the CEO of O and I Oni, um, and because of that, they're like, "We're gonna put you on ice until we need you." Yeah, and that could be a, a cool way to explain why he was in cryogenic stasis, and it would be super satisfying to watch him just fold Ackerson into a pretzel. Yeah. I would like that a lot. I one, think we all would. One thing that is uh, a little... I mean, it's it's very sad, because he was one of the best characters, especially in season two. Um, but it also very much differs from the games, which I have a little bit of a, a qualm with, is that Admiral Keyes dies in this episode. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um explosions go off and he's locked in a room with a bunch of the Sangheili, aka the Covenant. And we don't hear from him for the second half of the episode. It's a bummer because in the game he dies in the first Halo. Um So how are they gonna work around it? Is this no longer are they just admitting that the show is not canon? I don't know. But he does allegedly, as Jake has emphasized, uh, dies. And that's a bummer because Jacob Keyes uh, was quite rad. Yeah. Especially in the the past couple of episodes where he kind of grows a little bit more of a backbone and is no longer just doing what Halsey wants and not just folding to uh, Oni and Fleetcom and is like, Go fuck yourself. Like, you can't do this. That's a bummer. Yeah, yeah, I heard it too. <laughs> um, there's also, there's another death in this episode. Uh, Vanek. Yeah. Which was a bummer, but it was pretty cool because, as we were alluding to earlier, uh, he dies from an exploding spike. Yeah. Which was pretty, pretty cool. Sorry. I know he's like it a was good character, a cool but... death. What was really sad is because you know the start of season two. Now everyone on Silver Team has removed their their pellets. I was like, yeah, I removed mine. I'm watching a lot of like nature documentaries. At the start of the last episode, we see him like on a roof. No, it's the start of this episode. Um, we see him on a rooftop like feeding pigeons. He's mm-hmm. named them all. He loves them, and then as he's like bleeding out and dying, he's looking through a hole in the wall and he sees his pigeons fly away. Mm. Uh, but uh, Vanek is the first on-screen Spartan death that we get. Clapping pigeons? Ah. It was weird because it looked like you were actually clapping, but no sound was happening. <laughs> no sound happened? I was clapping, actually. Really? Mm. Yes, sir. It was just over here, so the microphone just didn't pick it up. <laughs> okay. Good job. No, I can hear it. That's bullshit. <laughs> I, I could hear it. I swear to God. <clears throat> I Hold believe on, you. I, I wa- no. Really? Huh. We have the same equipment. Why is yours doing better? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> I'd like to speak to your uh, manager. A bullshit. <laughs> a bullshit. <laughs> um, uh, 
But it was really cool because uh, Vanek picks up a needler, shoots who. It's very much alluded to if you play the Halo games, the like the the head elite, uh, Sanghealy, later becomes known as the Arbiter, who then joins up with Master Chief in the Halo Two game. <clears throat> but he shoots him with the needler with the, the last needle. It sticks into him before it explodes. You see the Arbiter pull the needle out, stab it into Vanek, let go, and then it explodes and Vanek drops. As sad as I was to see Vanek die, because other than Master Chief, he's probably been my favorite Spartan on Silver Team. <clears throat> it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was really cool. It was cool. Because cool. you like, the... hear the needle, like the... Yeah. Pulls out, stabs... Uh, and then the the big thing to take away from this episode is that at the end of it, uh, they find out that Cortana has been stolen. Yeah, McKee and the Arbiter uh, take Cortana. I don't know how that's going to play out because Cortana is on the ship with Master Chief at the start of the first game, so they're they're going to get it back or else they're going to try and squeeze a third season out of this for that little bit of time. But is Master Chief on ice for it? We don't, I don't know. <clears throat> I think I'm relying too heavily on the games for what I am trying to expect. What are you expecting out of the show? Yeah. And also like there's novels about this. <clears throat> and I think I'm, being a little bit too gatekeepy of a fan of like this isn't what it's like in the game or the novels. Oh, that's interesting because as we'll talk about later in this episode, uh you and I both bitched <clears throat> about how annoying fans are being and about Avatar. Gatekeepers. And now yeah. you're being one of those little bitches. Right I, I really am and I, at least I'm recognizing it. Yeah. And and there's still plenty of time for this show to do its thing and explain it. I get it. They're taking books based on video games and turning it into a TV show. I get that. It, I'm just struggling just with pick, something. Just pick your nose on camera. I itched. Honestly, <laughs> bro, just pick your nose on camera. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. This episode was fantastic. I hope that the rest of the season is, like, as high energy. Um, if it's not, I have a great suggestion for them. Is to check Stop. out Ray's energy. <laughs> I can't. I can't. This is the sponsor that we've agreed that I go into, and it does not flow as easily as our title sponsor. Um, but check out Ray's energy drinks, Halo, and listeners. Uh, fantastic energy drink with zero calories, zero sugar, and zero crash. Lots of great flavors, and so much more than energy drinks from plant-based uh, supplements, desserts, protein-packed things. Listen up, learn how to save 15%. We'll be right back with you with some trivia time. Woo. What's up, nerds? I wanted to take a minute and talk to you about Ray's Energy. 
an incredible energy drink that provides max energy with zero crash. Ray's Energy takes a giant leap of faith with instilling a high-quality formula to bring a powerful yet sustained energetic experience to help you push your workouts and focus to the next level. Perfect for anyone at any time and powered by their refresh formula technology, Ray's Energy delivers a performance-enhancing energy drink that aids in multiple different categories that include targeted focus, better recovery time, improved clean energy levels, and a boost in stamina and hydration. But most importantly, every can of Ray's Energy has absolutely zero calories, zero sugar, and zero carbohydrates to give you a smarter and healthier option. So don't settle for an energy drink that contains more sugar and carbohydrates than you can count. Instead, head over to repsports.com. That's R-E-P-P-S-P-O-R-T-S dot com and use the promo code NERDPODCAST at checkout for 15% off your order. Or if you don't know what you want, go ahead and click the link that's in the description to get a $50 sample pack for free. All you do is you cover the cost of shipping. Again, make sure you use promo code NERDPODCAST at checkout to let them know that we sent you. Okay, everyone, uh, it is some trivia time. This week, uh, the question is once again provided by Marty over at Digicat Tech. This question is for Jake. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. So the question is, this DC character whose name translates to he who devours your entrails and thoroughly enjoys it is the last of his kind. Is that really what he wrote? Yeah. Devours your entrails and thoroughly enjoys it. Okay. Keep going. Sorry. Uh, He's the last of his kind. This character committed genocide by exterminating all of the other members of his species on his home planet just to be unique. And this is one iteration where he did that. There's other iterations why he committed genocide. With a very recognizable muscular physique and appearance, who is this infamous Zarnian bounty hunter? Bounty hunter? I did reword oh. a couple of things because his is, question is was... It, is it Lobo? It is Lobo. Yeah, okay. Uh, I was like, he was a little bit more specific on his uh, appearance and stuff like that in the original question. So I did reword it a little bit, hoping yeah. that it would give you some pause. You got it before I finished the question. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought you were done. I'm so sorry. Oh well, it was as Zarnian bounty hunter is where I ended it. Yeah. But yes, it is Lobo. Um, just to to eat up a little bit of time for our side clips. What were the things that got you to it being Lobo right away? Uh, well, once right away, once you said Zarnian, uh, last did I say that right? Cause I, I saw the CZ AR and I was like Russian. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I also, I really, I really like Lobo, so I you love. Uh, I, yeah. yeah, I I like I like a good villain. I've been saying that since we started this thing day one, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I love Lobo. So I yeah, I definitely got that one. Yeah, um, it was part of it was originally 
recognizable <clears throat> muscular physique. Also, and, like, there's not a ton pale skin and yeah. dark eyes, and I was like, let's just change that to appearance. Also, there's not a ton of you. Could, you maybe could have even left bounty hunter out because there's not a ton of intergalactic bounty hunters uh, in See, DC. I didn't know yeah. that. Hmm. Yeah, there, there's, there's some, but like if the last of your kind bounty hunter, you, that right there, it was like, Lobo. Yeah. That's why Lobo and Superman are such a good like fight. They're both the last of their kind. They um, both have like really superhuman cool. yeah. strength. Mm-hmm. Heal very quickly. Lobo is different because you can, you can. Lobo is almost like uh, Wolverine in that sense. You could cut Lobo's Lobo like in half, and he'll regrow his body. Yeah, and just with a few drops of blood, he can clone himself. Lobo's dope. Lobo, Lobo's a good villain. Who do you want? If if we see a live action Lobo, who do you, you want it to be? Come on, come on, Momoa. But is that who you want, or has just enough people have talked about it, including Jason Momoa? No, 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 no. To where you're like... Jason Momoa looks already... uh, Paint the guy's skin white and give him red contacts. He's Lobo. He already looks like Lobo. If you don't know what Lobo looks like, L-O-B-O, look it up online. Motherfucker looks like Jason Momoa. The pointed eyebrows, like everything. He's a big, muscular dude. Like, I, he just would. The fact that they cast him as Aquaman blows my fucking mind. No offense, it, Schneider. I love you. but And not as... If you wanted him to be an Atlantean, why Aquaman? Yeah. He would have made a better Orin. Just and Orin would have made a better Aquaman. We're not going to talk about that. Okay, you're right. We, I know we did already talk I know, about that's it. Why we're not going to now. <laughs> but no, yeah, I I love Lobo, and I think so. A, a secondary choice for me, if you're gonna say no, Jason Momoa can't do it because he played Aquaman. Blah blah blah. New universe, it's fine. That's a thinker for me. Um, See, I have. Give me a minute. I have no idea of actual actors. Mm-hmm. Um. If if John Cena and The Rock can do it, there's a couple of like professional wrestlers that are built that way that could do it. I know it, exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, I can't think of his wrestling. I wanted to say The Undertaker. It's not The Undertaker. He's, he's like a newer wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, he's I know who he is. He's been on the cover is. of a couple of the, the WWE <clears throat> Raw video games. Sure. Um, Tattoo, I mean... Whatever. Yeah. yeah, that doesn't narrow it down. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. I do know who you're talking. I don't. I don't give a shit about wrestling, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. just visually, you you could. Can, he, can he act? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, isn't WWE just acting? It's like purposefully like it's, horrible acting. It's like so it's, off. That's different. Off, off Broadway. Yeah. Yeah. It's so off Broadway. You're in Pennsylvania. Um. <laughs> For those oh, of you that man, don't that know is... the United States geography, that's a couple of states away. Um, that's really all that I can. That's a think tough of. one for me. I don't know who I would. <clears throat> that's a really interesting question too, because I want to know who I would. 
but I don't want to like eat up a shit ton of time here. I I think voice alone. But then it would be like a very voice alone. It would be a very CGI character, but like you don't need that for Lobo. You just need like a big dude. But um oh, I don't have it pulled up. Uh Clarence something, I think is his name, uh that voiced the God of War. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, think if he was younger, because he is a very big dude, that would be a very interesting thing. But okay. I think that he's okay. a little too old to do that now. Okay, I, I'm gonna. I'm, I have two hot takes on this. I one, I would say um, I don't. <clears throat> I'll look him up. Hold on. Or Let Travis me... Willingham. Who? Uh, Travis Willingham. Uh, he's another voice actor, but he's young enough to where he could play that role for several years. He's a big dude, very muscular, and he voiced. Uh, oh my God! Is it uh, Grok in Legends of Fox Machina? Oh Grok! Uh, the fuck is your name? Uh, Grog, not Grok. I apologize. But, I mean, Travis Willingham, I mean, he is... I also would love to see him be Doom. Or Matthew Mercer. But I think Travis Willingham would be fantastic. Uh, Travis Fimmel. Fimmel? 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 He played uh, in Vikings. He was the main character. He was also in the oh, Warcraft movie. Yeah. I think he would do it really well. <clears throat> um, but I also want to say... The that... the, and I... Oh, huh? sorry. Go, no, go ahead. Fin- finish your thought on him while I, I look well, up. Well, I also want to say that I I think that for um, this, that character, that it should be a black actor. I would love that. Yeah, I think I think uh, physically. No offense to white people. Uh, physically, white black people are um, you know they're better. Tend to be quite more buff. <laughs> uh, Deeper voices, you know. Yeah. Um, um, another one. Uh, that I didn't think of originally would be uh, Florian Montanu. Uh, he was Razor Fist uh, in Shang-Chi. Oh! <clears throat> he's, yeah. a, he's an ex-MMA fighter. We know he's that we can get big. Big-ass dude, yeah. He would do that uh, really well. He, actually, one of the things that we're about to talk about is he is going to be in the upcoming... Uh, Borderlands. Nice. And he was in, uh, or he will be in the the newer season of Vikings Valhalla. Nice. Yeah. Uh, that, there's some people that could play it. Uh, but I feel like personally, no, that it should be someone of color. Just because I think physically, 
that's going to fit the character better. Uh, a deeper voice is going to fit the character better. Um, and, you know, and also give more you're... give more people of color like big roles like that. So, yeah. uh, I think, yeah. Yeah. But, anyways, <laughs> moving on. We spent yeah. a lot of time on that. Um, so, we're going to talk about some nerd news, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wait, are we going to commercial? <clears throat> no, we're talking about nerd news. <laughs> the first thing is we got our first trailer for Borderlands. Did you know that the guy who plays Razor Fist in Shang... I, I did look it up, but I had to look up yeah. his name. Did you know he was going to be in that? Yeah, he's the dude that has the mask that is not wearing a shirt. He's like... the dark. I know you are. Um, <laughs> this looks to be like a fever dream of a movie. Um, I mean, the cast is wild. I don't know how else any of all of these actors would be in a movie together uh, unless it was for something as The only insane. one that throws me <clears> off <throat> is Kate Blanchett. That's the only I one see- that I'm like, I, I, I have no beef with Kate, Kate Blanchett. I just, in this like role, I'm like... It depends is- on which actor you're looking at and who they're working with. Like, Kevin Hart, yeah, he's worked with Jack Black in the past, who's playing Claptrap. Uh, Ooh. Clap-ass? What, what was his name? Claptrap. He's the little oh, robot. Clap-trap. He voices the robot. Got you. Um, Sorry. <laughs> got excited for a second. But also, like, Jamie Lee Curtis. Saw is that. wild. Um, Edgar Ramirez. Now I can't think of anything that he's been in. I, and I literally looked this up a couple of days ago. Oh, he was uh, Bodhi in the remake of uh, Point Break. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Bobby Lee, the mad TV slash stand-up comedian, comedian slash podcaster, yeah. is in this, which is hilarious. I think that he's super funny. Um, very off-the-cuff individual, but funny. Yeah. Um, but let's give it up for uh, Ariana Greenblatt. She is exploding. Avengers, Barbie, now now this, like huge things that have been adapted into screen. And she's just, she's getting it. I'm excited All right, hold for, on. for her to, to be a part of this. Oh, the kid? Yeah. Okay, good yeah. for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good for her. It... The trailer for this looks as insane as playing the game. Never played the game. I didn't pay much attention to the story, um, but did do, like, co-op with some friends... It's wild. It's like Fallout meets like balls to the wall tripping on meth. Um, What? (laughs) Yeah, Minecraft. Sure. Um, No, there's no like building or anything like that. Um, 
But then there's like monsters and stuff like that, and it's Mad Max esque. Okay. Um, like dystopian road warriors. At the very least, I think it's going to be funny. Okay. In my opinion, mm. I don't know yeah. if it's going to be very true to the game story or anything like that. It looks cool. Well, we're gonna we're gonna move on from this. Yeah, we're gonna move on. Um, we also got a sneak peek uh, at a scene from Invincible, uh, season two, part two, which comes out March fourteenth. Um, and it is the scene we get is directly after the aftermath of the Viltrumite invasion on. Oh, what's the name of the planet? The planet that uh, Mark's Thrax. dad is now uh, living on and started a new family <clears throat> with. Um, yeah. God, I can't wait for this. I can't wait for this show. Yeah. I'm so bummed that it's going to be done. Not done, but like this season's going to yeah, be Yeah, we're done. only going to like, what, four <laughs> or five episodes for this yeah. one, and then that's it. Then yeah. we have to wait a year. Yeah. At least it's only all year this time and not fucking like three. Allegedly. Yeah. We... They said they're going to try to pump them out like once a year. They're already almost done with season three. That makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> There's a I lot of source material to color. Yeah. Co- color? Cover. Cover? Color. Tomato potato. Um, yeah. <laughs> this looks so good. It looks great, yeah. And now Mark has a brother, which is, you know, we talked about that. I, I don't, I, 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 I won't get super into it, but we know that uh, in the first half of this season, they were talking. Alan the alien was talking about how Viltrumites have had kids on other planets, and those kids could be the key to defeating the Viltrumites. And now we know that Mark is not the only one. Yeah. Uh, so, just keep that in mind, I guess, going forward. Also, this is uh, moving on. This is something that you told me about. It's a, uh, it's just a rumor at this point in time that Sony, uh, because they are just absolutely atrocious of doing standalone spider adjacent films. Uh, that they're really banking on the Spider-Verse movies. And what are they planning to do, Jake? Do more. But, but, will they be Spider-Verse <clears throat> movies or will they be standalone Miles Morales uh, movies from that universe? That's what I would prefer. If they If they're still animated, they keep the writing team, the animation yeah. team... 100% I'm for it. Yeah. With there has to be a limit though. It I can't think just they, be like a thousand yeah. of these. Yeah, no, I think that the just my personal opinion that we talked about earlier is that they need to after this third one um coming out, they need to close the door on the Spider-Verse mm-hmm. and let Miles be Spider-Man in his own standalone movie. No other spider people, just Miles stepping up to the plate and being Spider-Man. 
that would be dope. Don't try to squeeze another trilogy out of this. One, I don't want that. Maybe two. I wouldn't. I just would want. I would want it to end <clears throat> on Miles not having help from anyone anymore, and just yeah. realizing that I am the Spider-Man for my universe, and then be Spider-Man and and like just step up in that in his universe. And then that be like the end of it, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Because we know that he wasn't supposed to be Spider-Man in this Spider Verse in his universe. He yeah. wasn't supposed to be, uh, but he is now. And the Spider-Man that was supposed to be Spider-Man is dead. So now Miles has to own that. I think that would be the only way to do it: is just mm-hmm. have no help from other Spider people. His mentor is gone. Gwen is gone. They're doing their own thing. The Spider-Verse is closed. And Miles steps up as Spider-Man. Not a teenager superhero that's like trying to figure it out. But like, okay, I'm alone now. I need to be Spider-Man. That would be dope. And then just stop. Yeah. Yeah. In my personal opinion. Yeah. Just- do you have a different opinion? Please share. Yeah. No, I, I I steamrolled that. I'm sorry I, because I don't have a different opinion because I think that especially with Sony at the helm, they're like, let's ride the money. Yeah. Okay. We're failing at everything else, Spider-Man wise, but these are doing good for us. I was gonna say, cool. I enjoyed like Uncharted. Like they have all these like PlayStation exclusives that they can do great things with with the right writing team but yeah. that's not where we're going to get into right now is that's why i said one maybe two i don't need a full other trilogy trilogy yeah but just good miles solo spider-man like yeah. you said stepping up accepting the role even if the first one is you know he's much more shaky now that he doesn't have a lot of help and then the second one, you know, he's confident. Do the cliche, you know, at the the See, midpoint, I, he kind of like falters and comes back, and then ends strong. And then just let the people, like the fans, let their imaginations run wild. See, I think you do that at the end of. There. I think you do that at the end of this trilogy. Is you do that? You do that character arc where like it. He's got. He knows he's not gonna be Gwen's death. With, no. Well, he's no. He's he knows he's not gonna have help anymore. Like oh. we have to close. We have to close the Spider Verse. We this can't be a thing anymore. And then he knows that he has to step up as Spider Man. And then you just that's where you end this trilogy. And then you do one solo movie of him stepping into that. And I hate to say it, but with great power comes great responsibility you know what i mean stepping into that that responsibility comes a lot of great power i will fucking kill you uh through the fucking drywall (laughs) (laughs) but i think that i think you just squeeze one more movie out of that and cash out while you're ahead you know what i mean that is smart and makes sense yeah but if these rumors are true is that what sony's going to do Cause if that's what if that's what you're gonna do, you could you could go forever. If you're just gonna keep making movies, why stop? You know what I mean? And then you lose like you lose that like 
core and I hate to phrase it this way that novelty yeah I like, was looking that, for a word not yeah. that this is like a, a novelty of a film they're some of the best let's rephrase that Spider-Man they are the and, best no. Spider-Man movies that we've yeah. done yeah like I, I fully believe that these have been S tier cream mm. of the crop Spider-Man films but if you're just dollar chasing at this point yeah. in time, like don't do that. That quality's not going to stand, and then you're going to kill how great they were. Yeah, look at Shrek. I was going to say Love. no offense, Sam Raimi, but like Spider-Man three. But that was that was Sony, not Sam Raimi. You know, yeah. he even said he's like, I wanted to split the storylines of this movie yeah. into two movies and they're like no we got to go bigger we got to go better and he's like just let me do what i do Ugh. okay this this was another thing that you brought up uh moving on in swapping across the the comic book aisle uh to dc about superman legacy go on I took the last one. Well, this is uh, something that you pointed out was from uh, a photo of the table read uh, for Superman Legacy that the symbol is the Superman uh, Kingdom Come logo, which is weird because Corn Sweat is supposed to be a, a younger Superman. They. James Gunn literally said the reason he didn't use Henry Cavill is because Henry Cavill is too old for the role. So he hired James Corn Cornsweat? David. David Cornsweat. Cornsweat. No, Corn, it's David. Corn You're right. David Cornsweat. <laughs> and, and then, uh, but then to have the logo of Kingdom Come uh as the logo for your superman movie doesn't make any fucking sense because kingdom come superman is the older version of superman that is now bitter because lois lane died uh and he's now more of a villain than a hero um and also so, like what the fuck are you doing bud after superman was re recast with corn sweat uh and people are like what can we expect from this newer, younger one? Because this is exactly what you wanted. You didn't want an older Superman. And then James Gunn's like, I never said that. Um, and then people brought receipts of... Him saying that? Of him saying that. Yeah. It's like... Is this Sony 2.0? Because... Uh, I really enjoy James Gunn as a director. Guardians of the Galaxy are my f favorite MCU films, mm -hmm. the suicide squad peacemaker are top tier of besides like man of steel top tier DC films for me. And he's been behind all of them. It seems mm -hmm. like he, <laughs> it's like when you lie on your resume and then you get a job and then people are like, How'd you get that job? And you go, I have no fucking idea. I'm just kind of making it up <laughs> as I go. And people yeah. like that works. And they're like, they haven't questioned me yet. Um, but we're questioning. What yeah. What's going on here? Is it an older Superman? Is it a younger Superman? What's, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. And why is and Nathan it, filling and in it's, everything? 
And if it's neither of those, if it's not an older Superman, why are you using that logo? Don't use that logo. It, why would you do that? For that's, Superman fans, that's a very and now and now I'm being specific. a little bitch yeah. about I'm being that fan I, that I called you out for earlier, and now I'm being a little bitch. And about then it we'll because... call out other people for it in a in a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that it just makes me mad. I don't uh, I don't understand. James, will he make a good Superman movie? Probably. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure he's Will going it? to do fantastic in yeah. this role. Yeah. But make like, it make sense. Give us a little I'm bit of hope. It. And I'm over the Henry Cavill thing. I am over the Henry Cavill thing. I really am. He's moved on, so I've moved on. I get it. I was really butthurt about it. But now I'm just more, as a fan, worried about my favorite. This is my favorite comic book. Excuse me. Uh, favorite comic book uh, hero. This is I. Superman's my favorite. I'm named my son Cal. Yeah. K A L. Like. <laughs> uh, and like, don't fuck this up, James. Cal S. Cal Samson. Yeah. S. I didn't. Ooh. I didn't know if you wanted to give his full middle name. But I was just going for the S. You have a Superman or a Kryptonian tattoo. My son's initials, KSP, in Kryptonian. James Gunn, don't fuck this up, bud. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. We'll move on. Ugh. I can't say this guy's name, so I'm going to let you do this. So, <laughs> <laughs> I like him. I'm sorry. I do. I'm sorry, I'm cousin, a- that... Uh, oh, I should have just Jake. said cousin. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, Evan Moss Bachrat, uh who we know has been cast to be Ben Grimm, a.k.a. The Thing, a.k.a. AKA Winnie the Bish, uh, for the MCU, um, was on, you said, uh, Kimmel, right? I didn't, yeah. I didn't yep. see the actual it was Kimmel. But, it was Kimmel. Uh, being asked, you know, is it going to be practical effects for The Thing, uh, you know, much like the early Fox, Chris Evans... The dude from the shield, Michael Michael Chickless. Thank you, Chickless, uh, Chickles. Um, <laughs> like practical effects for the thing, or is it going to be CGI, much like the Hulk? Uh, he has confirmed that it is CGI. CGI. Yeah. Which I'm, is I'm okay with. I'm great with that because I I'll say that. The I Ben Ben Grimm is in the comics. He's a big orange rock thing. He's called the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the original, not yeah, Fantastic Four movies with Michael Chiklis, they did make him a big orange rock thing. But with technology the way that it is now, I think that we can do better. Mm-hmm. Um, but they should. In my opinion, oh, go ahead. Say what you're gonna say. Oh, I was gonna say, and also just with Marvel and Disney, it uh, publicly stating that they're going to dial back their production schedule so mm-hmm. that they can put more effort into these visual effects. So it looks Thank goodness. Better. Thank goodness. I think that it, you know, with CGI, it's gonna, it will look better than the most recent versions of the Hulk. 
where Hopefully. he's Professor Hulk, you know, Smart Hulk, whatever. Bruce Hulk, Banner Hulk. Um, I've never. You've never been, been a, a fan board. of the the Ruffalo Hulkalo. Not um, not because of Ruffalo. I will. I'll walk that back a little bit. But the way they changed how the Hulk looks between the Incredible Hulk and movie The Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton, and then they're like, "Oh, we're gonna put Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk now." But then they just fucking they took a loss yeah. on the way the Hulk looks. Edward Norton's Hulk looked so much better, and I love Mark Ruffalo. I really do. Mm-hmm. One thing that I appreciated about Mark Ruffalo's Hulk is that you could see at least his uh, facial features in the Hulk where you couldn't with Edward Norton's. But Edward Norton's actual Hulk looked so much better. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like the in uh, Mark Ruffalo's character, it looks like Mark Ruffalo in the face. Exactly. As where Ed yes. Norton's Hulk doesn't look like Ed Norton at all. It's just yeah, yeah. But he was just so much meaner, badass looking, like so much better. Exactly. We got a Mark Ruffalo on Shrek's body in the MCU, and it's a bummer. Yeah. Um, but anyways, where I was going with uh, the thing is, I'm really excited for the for that Fantastic Four. I love it. I'm I'm so stoked about this. I love the cast. Uh, but if you're gonna do the thing, you gotta do it right. He's gotta be big. He's gotta be cocky, and he's gotta be orange, just like Crybaby Cake Hot Sauce. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. Orange, Mwah. because it's made from habaneros. Pickled, pickled habaneros, may I add. And it goes on practically anything. Listen up. We will tell you more about it. Hey, you nerds. Do you love spice? Supporting small businesses? What about enhancing the flavor of your favorite foods? If you said yes to any of those, our good friends over at Crybaby Craig's have the perfect solution for you. Crybaby Craig's is a pickled habanero and garlic hot sauce that goes perfectly with your favorite foods, adding the perfect amount of spice and enhancing the flavor of everything it touches. Started in Minneapolis by Craig back in 2012, Crybaby Craig's has become a Minneapolis and Minnesota staple in the sauce world. So head over to crybabycraigs.com and order yours today. All right, friends, we are going to talk about Avatar on Netflix. But before we do, uh, there are a couple small topics that we missed or forgot about, whatever, um, uh, for nerd news. Um, One of them being um, Daniel uh, RPK. Daniel RPK. Is that, is, yeah. Uh, Confirmed that Daphne Keene, a.k.a. X-23 will be reprising her role in Deadpool 3. Um, then let her be the Wolverine going we've forward. We've been saying this, yes. If you're gonna do a Wolverine like going forward, let it be a female Wolverine. I am okay. A-okay with her being the new Wolverine going forward. That would be so dope. I'd love that. Yeah. She is awesome. 
great casting. It's already canon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not you're not recasting Logan right off the bat. Which is tough to do because, you know Hugh Jack. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was the greatest showman, right? Yeah. Well we're not getting to greatest showman. It was supposed to be a play on words, and then after I said it, I was like, yeah, but in real life, who he tried it was kind of a piece of shit. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but what was the other thing? Uh, the other thing was, you know, there's been speculation and questions circling. Is Loki going to show up in some way in Deadpool uh, in Wolverine? Well, Tom Hiddleston was asked this recently at, uh, I don't remember what convention it was, um, but it was within the past couple of weeks. Probably could have done a little bit more research to figure out which convention it was, but okay. uh, while he was asked, uh, he said, I don't know. And if I did know, I don't think I could tell you. It makes sense for him to show up. Yeah. I mean, the set photos for Deadpool and Wolverine are, like, from... The Void. From the Void in Season 1 of Loki. Loki right now is holding all of the timelines together. That's his new, like, role. Yeah, basically Loki is Idrisil. Yeah. The Tree of Life. And and the, the TVA. There's just too much... And time travel, like... There's too much going on that was happening in the two seasons of Loki. In multiverse. That that you just can't not have him show up at some point. What what if, and this is a wild speculation, but if I end up being right, I want my 2% Disney. (laughs) Um, What if he's the one at the very end that cleans it up? Because he's the one holding it all together. Yeah. Shows up at the end, cleans it up, picks who gets to go forward, who doesn't, because there are a lot of the the set photos, like we already established, are Mm -hmm. in the void, so they're not on an official timeline. Mm -hmm. He gets to choose. Which, uh, I didn't even think about this, but... You know, people have been like, let Deadpool, since he breaks the fourth wall, let him be the the new Stanley cameo. I don't like that. Tom Hiddleston would make more Ooh. sense because now he can be everywhere at yeah. once. Wouldn't it be dope to get a live action watcher? Oh. Only if it's Jeffrey Wright. Oh, it'd have to be Jeffrey Wright. I'd be mad have if it wasn't. Be. Yeah, I would be too. But yeah. Anyway, sorry. Fan. I, I love here. that too. Let yeah. let's get into uh Avatar the Last Airbender. Uh now streaming on Netflix. All yep. eight episodes are out. We're just gonna talk about the first half, the first four episodes. Uh so um, spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah, and the reason we're doing this and we're not going to come back to the last four episodes until not next weekend, 
but we're not for listeners not yeah. next wednesday yeah not but the next one after that would be uh we are going my family and i are going on vacation so we will not be here for that weekend uh so we are not recording well, you next can't weekend. podcast overseas what a fucking cheap guy uh, i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah <clears throat> so we won't be back until uh two weeks but when we come back we're gonna have dune 2 Part two mm-hmm. and the last four episodes of uh, Airbender to talk about. So let's get into the first four episodes. Before we get started, because we did give the spoiler alert, this is giving you more than enough time to to pause, save where you are in this episode, come back. We we've been mentioning gatekeeping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I I got very gatekeeper-esque uh, adjacent uh, full-blown gatekeeper for Halo. <laughs> you, I did it for Superman. You started with Superman. Um, I think that that's the number one reason why the show doesn't have as much of a high praise yeah. as it deserves is because of gatekeepers. Fans are hard to please. We are. They, they are. We are. Um, can't stop, won't stop. Um, <laughs> but uh, that is something that I'm going to do, especially since we have next week off while you are off enjoying uh, Paradise um, and no responsibilities uh, other than family. I'll send pictures. I'll put. I'll. I'll bring one of our stickers with. Yeah, and you like, better stickers. I'll bring slap a, some shit. Yeah, I'll slap some stickers down there for show. A shout. Make it picturesque so we can post it. I'll take pictures of those stickers. That's so what that I, that's what that. I mean. You know, like our sticker yeah. and then just like paradise. Yeah. Be fantastic. Um there's been a lot of hate comparing this to how lackluster the M Night Shyamalan uh two thousand nine version of this was. I don't see it. I I've seen some I I never like watched it in sequence but during my when I was in high school my my cousin stayed with me am I, I see it a little loud? bit you see it a little bit I was like am I talking really loud sorry no yeah I'm drunk. um <laughs> I need to calm down I'm being too loud um T-Swift um no but there's some fans that are comparing this to M Night Shyamalan's live action. I don't see it cuz I saw that no. and I hadn't watched the the animated series and I knew that that was garbage. Um when I was in high school, one of my cousins like stayed for a summer and it was while the show was like airing and he's a big fan so i i you know caught a couple of episodes here and there over the course of a summer and this show is fucking rad i love it we we might be some of the the few that are all about how great this show is Mm because there's so many people just 
trashing it because it's not a, a shot for shot remake of the animated series. I mean, even One Piece wasn't shot for shot. It was close. I think I think that's part of the problem is that and I and I'm speaking for myself, not for anybody else, but I think that One Piece was such a good adaption of that of that show and they set the bar fucking here. Yeah. And <laughs> off and camera. Now, and now that so. like other people are riding the coattails not in a mean way. Still Netflix. But they, <laughs> but they are riding the coattails. Well, other shows, I mean, like are yeah. riding the coattails of the success of that. Because now we're getting animes left and right, live action adaptions coming out. Um, mm. And that people's expectations are one piece up here. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't meet every expectation of that fan base they're going to tear you to shreds. And that's what's happening right now. And I think that's such a huge injustice to the show because it's not shot for shot, but they still get core characters' personalities. Mm -hmm. They just tweaked it. I mean... Even I I read somebody complained about uh, Aang being... Uh, sounding like a girl. And I was like, are you kidding? He's like fucking five. What do you mean? Like, leave the kid alone. It's a little kid, man. You guys are picking on little kids? Come on. Fans, get better. I know he's not actually five. No, I know, but now I want to know who voiced um, him for the original. Oh. I mean, at the point in time, the the actor that that played Aang uh, in the the animated series when the show came out was thirteen. No. I don't know if people know this, but like puberty is a thing. <laughs> <clears throat> I did not How? have this deep, sultry voice. How old? Twenty is years ago, the kid. Playing Aang right now. Gordon Cormier? Fifteen? Mm-hmm. Is that what? Jesus Christ kid? Not All even right, well. not even. He's fourteen. He'll be fifteen later this year. Alright. Well he's adorable because he is pretty small for a fourteen year old, but and uh, one thing that the show gets in I think, uh, you know... He's 14? No. Yeah, born 2009. Fall of 2009. He's so little. Yeah. Aw, he's so cute. Okay, anyways. I mean, look at young Aaron Taylor Johnson. I'm not talking shit. Scrawny and tiny. Yeah. Um, But, like, this is kind of like a, a retelling or... A, a slight reimagination, but like for the fans, the the diehard anime fans, which is might not have been the best choice because of gatekeeping. Um, that might just have to be the title of the show. Is yes, we're gatekeepers. We're sorry. Um, 
you know, growing up 15 years ago, we were teenagers. You were. Barely. I was 20, you know, 13, 14 years ago. But a lot of people that are like, oh, it's nothing like the anime that, like, grew up on it. That would be boring, right? Wouldn't that be boring? Yeah, you've already seen it. So why not yeah. reimagine it, but still keep the heart of the characters? I mean, Uncle Iroh is still the the lovable, the father figure that everybody actually wants that's super supportive. Aang is still balancing the fact that he has so much, like, weighing on his shoulders, but he's a child, but he's actually 100 years old, but he's still yeah. a child because he missed out on that. I would say I, I we got to get I got throw a little bit of negativity here, just a little bit, not a lot. Um, one something I noticed is, and I I did watch the cartoon when I was a kid or you know a teenager or whatever, um, maybe my twenties, whatever. Leave me alone. It came uh, out in two thousand five. <laughs> I mean, you were eighteen. Uh, I graduated high school. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyways, um, in the in the show, Aang doesn't know he's he's a little kid. Blah blah blah. He doesn't know how to fly yet. He knows how to manipulate air, and he learns how to fly later in the show. Uh, in the like beginning of the show he uses a kite that he like folds up and keeps like a sword almost like on his back that yeah he, like, like a bow up. staff that yeah is also like a fan yeah and he uses that on like a paper airplane and that he manipulates the air to ride Currents. airwaves with that kite whatever i don't mm. know i'm dumb uh but You're not in dumb. the in the live action the first time that we see him the first time that we're introduced to ang he's fucking just flying around and twirling with no kite and i was like are you fucking kidding me uh so i do share a little bit of annoyance with that but in episode two uh there's a part Mm -hmm. where he like jumps off of a boat and starts flying and i was like this is bullshit and like a second later he opened his kite up and was like and I was like, okay, that's better. So, <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, it. there there is that that balance. One thing that I I do really enjoy about this that we did not get in the M Night Shyamalan live action is that a good script. Yes, um, or I don't know, indigenous people. Um, just saying, um, yeah. but Ang actually like acts like a kid that is battling with that weight of there's so much on his shoulders of being the avatar but he's also young so he's like I have to rely on other people friends I also just want to have fun you know yeah. we we get aspects of that which I really appreciate also the casting through and through is on par i did hear that there's some issues with 
Oh, what is the Soka? actress? Uh, yeah, with Soka, Ian, Ian, Ian Osley. Yeah. Um, because he's not native. Not yeah. actually being native. Yeah. I mean, there's rumors that he he lied about that to get the role, and if that's the case, that's super not okay. But I like the casting, so I hope that those rumors aren't true. And if we're we're missing something, I mean, please correct us. But I like the casting. I like. I like Soka. I like Katara. I, especially the castings. I like the characters, you know, but they're also fucking kids. You know, they get to be goofy. I love how sarcastic Soka is and how he deflects any sort of real emotion just to get off a quick joke and try and, like, move forward. It's almost like something that someone on this podcast does. Um, I have no idea what you're talking about. That's weird because I wasn't talking about you. Uh, <laughs> You're a liar. I was talking about both of us. We both deflect, <laughs> uh, but in very different situations. Mine's when people are being mean to me. Yours is when you're feeling emotions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really loving the show, and it's. Fuck, man. Oh, I, it, it's hard to try and cover four episodes in a short period of time. Well, let's just talk about some of the characters rather than... Let's talk about Zuko. Um, rather than mm. trying to talk about the entire show in like a... Yeah. Let's, pick, let's pick like the main characters. Let's talk about them and how what we feel about yeah. it. And then let's close out because we could talk about this for like probably like two hours. Yeah. If, if we don't. Zuko, incredible. Yeah. I love that so so quickly they put that of he wants to just be accepted as who he is, but he also wants mm. to do his duty. Yeah. Right yeah. off the bat. Duty. <laughs> duty. Grow up. <laughs> yeah. <Ow>. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I see some of my autocorrect in my notes. <laughs> Every time I type the word Zuko, it turned to Zoomies. That's so frustrating because <laughs> I used to work there when I was in high school. That's. Mm. Okay. I like his character. I know he's going to have like a character arc uh, and character development because we know that Zuko is going to be a good guy at yeah. some point. Right now, he's kind of a little bitch, but. He's but gonna turn a corner at even some point. by episode four. You know he's so driven to find mm-hmm. the avatar so he can go home, yeah. claim his birthright as the heir yeah. to the the Fire Nation throne. But even just by episode four, you know he ignores that so that he can go save Uncle Iroh. And even as he's saving Uncle Iroh, and they're getting on the canoe to leave at the end of the episode and he sees Appa flying like through the clearing and Iroh's like what do you, what do you see and he's like nothing let's let's go home mm-hmm. I love that yeah. Uncle Iroh is my favorite character in the show Really? Yes, he he's like 
Uncle Phil, but better. I don't think that's fair. Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil was, was the best. phenomenal. Yeah. Uncle Iroh. He had his time to be the warrior, but now he's just. He he's found a new love for Zuko as his son, even though he's obviously yeah. a nephew, but and he's like, everything that I do from here on is to teach him to be a good person, not the next king. Mm-hmm. I want him to be good. That's your favorite character? It Uncle Iroh is, yeah. Really? Okay. Or the Cabbage Man. <laughs> My Cabbage Man! It's the same voice actor from. It better be from yeah. the from the animated series, uh, who does that. I mean, he plays other characters in the animated series, but yeah, the cat. My Man. favorite character. I have two. Um, Kyoshi. Uh, she is Soka's like no. love interest. Kyoshi is the. We we talked about this God damn earlier. It. Which one was yeah. it? Which one was it? <laughs> Where is she? Suki. Suki. Yes. Suki. God, they look so similar. It's the face paint on this. It really yeah. is. <laughs> um, yeah, Suki. I I really like her character, and my I think my all my favorite character so far, or at least I have high hopes for him, is Jet. I think that he's misguided right now, but I think he's going to come around and be. A I badass character think later Katara on. could uh, help him. Because they already have that connection. Yeah. I really don't... I'm really not liking uh, Katara or Soka. 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 They're really annoying to me. So yeah. far. Which is halfway. And that's a bummer. Yeah, but I'm... I'm hopeful that... I want the Netflix series to... Just do the three seasons and be done. Just mm-hmm. follow the three books that the animated series did as well and be done. And then if they want to come out with, uh, you know, Tales of Korra and introduce uh, Tashi, all for it. But for the last airbender, just keep the timelines the same adjust where you want to to adapt your story for a a more mature audience and then go let's just all right let's brush this up real quick for those of you don't know what this is uh the last airbender uh follows ang he was there's four different tribes there's the airbenders the earthbenders the firebenders and the waterbenders um ang is away Riding his, um, you know, uh, well, first, what do you call uh, it? Never-ending story <laughs> dog thing. Appa, um, Sky Bison. Yeah. And uh, the airbenders get attacked by the Fire Nation, um, which kill all of them. He ends up crashing into the water and being frozen for a hundred years. Uh, when he comes back out, he's the last of his kind. Uh, he is also known as the Avatar because he is supposed to learn how to bend fire, earth, water, and air. Um, and but he's just a, time but he's Avatar, just a little kid. Each time an avatar dies, um, someone from the next succeeding mm-hmm. uh, 
elemental tribe uh, and takes that's up Kayoshi. That <laughs> yeah, and one yeah, of them yeah. is Kayoshi. Yeah. Kayoshi was was one of them, uh, yeah. which we d- do get a reference to when he visits her temple and shrine, and she temporarily gives him extra power because he hasn't mastered yeah. all the elements. Uh, so yeah, the the show's really cool, and this is um, yeah. So this kid, little kid has to like master these four elements and become the avatar and save the world which is a lot for like a seven-year-old um that's what the show's about sorry we didn't open with that um yeah but he's been frozen in ice for 100 years sorry yeah but he's been frozen ice for 100 years so now he is out and he knows that his entire like tribe of people the airbenders are all dead and Uh, so now he has to... In the Fire Nation, the Firebenders are trying to conquer the world so that they yeah. can, without an avatar, mm-hmm. bring peace and yeah. rule. Which Through they're, genocide. They're missing the, the point of the avatar. and yeah. It's a very weird it's time. Great. The cast have. is insane. There are people that I don't know all their names to... I could read off the list. I'm not going to because there's so many, uh, but there are some huge names in here, and oh. the entire the entire cast is is yeah. diverse. It's I, I can't even I mean, think of the actor's name that plays Commander Zhao. Uh, oh, just kidding. I just pulled it up. Uh, Ken Ken, Ken Leong. Um, he was in X three. He was the the spiky face guy. Mm, yeah. Oh no shit! Yeah, uh, mutant Dan- Omega. Danny Danny Pudi from yeah. Um, what do you call it? Plays Psy. I'm uh, looking from... at this. I'm looking at this dude. Ken Leung, bro. If I'm right, this is fucking Gentile from fucking Rush Hour. Oh, it is Gentile from Rush Hour. Fucking, are you kidding me? He's the blonde-haired dude that, like, oh that uh, Chris Tucker fights at the end of the movie. Are you yes. fucking kidding me? I did not I know like, that no. either. You know who this motherfucker look like, Loki? Loki, <laughs> look! <laughs> <laughs> no uh, way, dude. That's so fucking funny. We should make a TikTok for that. Uh, <laughs> and then go follow us on TikTok, everyone, if you listen this far. Uh, <laughs> no way. Alright, I'm done. Sorry. Also, like, Elizabeth Yu as Azula, the, the princess to the Fire Nation, second in line. She doesn't want uh, Zuka, Zuko to come back because then she inherits the throne. She's a little fucking sociopath in the show. Fucking incredible. Um, in episode four, which is where I saw a lot of negative comments about uh the king of the the earthbending nation of mm. uh omashu um uh oh, king boomy? king boomy mm-hmm. uh about how it gives like lemony snicket vibes i was like because he's supposed to be super old but then like he needs to still be like nimble and stuff like that and what's hilarious is i feel so bad i don't know how to pronounce the actor's name uh, Ut- Utkarsh, 
uh, Ambukar. Uh, he's a stand-up comedian and an actor. Um, yeah, you would know him. He was in um, Free Guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's hilarious, and he plays a senile, crazy-ass old man um, who's like 110 years old. He knew Aang before he went into the ice. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hilarious and people are like oh it's giving me limney snicket vibes and i was like i get that it does it does does. it's that uncanny valley but still with practical (laughs) effects but it's super good i i'm loving this uh i'm really holding back on finishing the the series right now because it's going to be two weeks before we talk about it and then i just know i'm gonna have to re-watch it which isn't a bad thing so i might just do that anyways um (laughs) i love the show go watch it it's on netflix go watch it so good all eight episodes are out um we just kind of talked about some characters but it's incredible and secret tunnel (laughs) secret tunnel which i didn't know came from this doomed (laughs) Uh, all right, Jake. Should we go ahead and close out this out? We gotta close, close it out, out this out. We, yeah, let's close we out gotta, this out. We gotta close it out. We're far. yeah. We're gonna close this out. Out. We're gonna close it out. 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 out closing. Ooh. Strong. All right. Before we close out this episode, we are gonna talk about our honorable mentions. Chad, what do you have? Well, uh, since the last time that we recorded i had uh some some friends come up and visit and we watched death on the nile which you know is part of the the murder on the orient express uh the hercule parole i can't do a french accent to save my life um but i hadn't seen death on the nile yet um which i really enjoyed and then i because with deadpool and Wolverine coming out, you know, revisiting a bunch of the old Fox and uh, no longer canon old Marvel films that are not MCU. I rewatched uh, the 2003 Daredevil film with Ben Affleck. Movie and? was qu- quite trash. Um, but I, you know, uh, the Daredevil costume was awesome. I enjoyed Michael Clark Duncan as uh, Wilson Fisk and Kingpin. Um, I really hated that, not Colin Farrell's fault at all, but as Bullseye. And anytime... Just a fucking, like, branded forehead instead of... That. Like a costume, yeah. Uh, But anytime he would, like, turn to move, he would, like flip his trench coat it was like a gator gator skin trench coat but then you would just hear a rattlesnake rattle every time he did it'd be like every time he turned around and it was like i haven't seen that movie in so long why why (laughs) why is that a thing why is that there oh kevin smith come on bud (laughs) kevin smith yeah he was the the mortician in in the movie too which is fucking hilarious but he also is the he made that movie did he really yeah that's why in uh jay and silent bob strike back 
uh, when Jay and Silent Bob are running through like the movie set, there's a dare- Daredevil is there. And it's while they were filming Daredevil, they ran through the set of Daredevil. Kevin Smith. I made thought that, that it was just because he was either like a consultant or a producer or because he's just a huge nerd. I did not know that he had more saying. That's so much more disappointing. <laughs> mm. What? Please take this away. What do you have for honorable <laughs> mentions? I'm going to get very depressed if I keep uh, talking about I. That. So I'm a avid um, rom-com fan, uh, and Nicole and I watched Anyone But You with Sidney Sweeney and Glenn Powell um, and Gata. Uh, <laughs> you know him from Dave. Uh, but I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was very funny. It was rated R. It was there was some weird stuff that happened. But um, I <laughs> didn't realize until after I watched it that it is a um adaption of uh uh much is it much ado or just a do about nothing um a shakespeare play um which is really cool there's some hints along the way in the movie that i didn't pick up on and nicole was like why do they keep having those like sayings like randomly and i was like huh let me look it up and i was like oh shit and then literally like 10 minutes later there's like the original ado about nothing playing in the background and i was like oh god damn it uh (laughs) (laughs) but uh it was super funny i really enjoyed it it does follow like that rom-com algorithm um but if you're into that which some people aren't but i thought it was very funny um the rom-com algorithm that follows shakespeare yeah um Oh, we rewatched the first Dune movie in preparation for Dune Part 2, which comes out on the 1st, March 1st. Um, and then we I personally have been watching with my son. Uh, I've been making him watch The Batman, the animated series, which is after Batman, the animated series. Uh, that's the old school... The, uh, Batman the animated series is the old school Kevin Conroy. Uh this one is not Kevin Conroy, but it's a newerish adaption of the Batman and it's um kinda in the beginning stages of Batman being Batman, so you get to see some of the villains become villains and how they became villains. Uh you also like see Batman, Batman get his ass kicked Batman. a lot. It's kinda of funny. Yeah. <laughs> the sorry. Batman. Uh I, I'm enjoying it. It's definitely made for kids, which is why I started watching it, because I'm trying to get my son away from watching Dancing Fruits on the TV. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the techno is so good. <laughs> um, so I'm trying to get him to watch more like actual cartoons. Um, but also, I need something that's bearable. Uh, so Batman was a queer choice for me. Uh, <laughs> that's it. That's what I got. I don't know. I needed to justify that. It seems legit. Uh, (laughs) For our listeners that uh, enjoy the show and would like to support us, the best way to do that realistically is to, I don't know, give us your money. Um, The best place to give us your money is over at buymeacoffee.com slash allthingsnerd. It's a monthly subscription, but you do get some behind the scenes not just from this podcast, but from our other podcasts as well. Member exclusive merch, 
all of that stuff. Um, it's fantastic. If you don't want to give us your money on a monthly basis, uh, head on over to allthingsnerdpod.com uh, and check out our merch store. Uh, that will be we're updating it here in the next week or so to show more of what we have and some great stuff. Um, if you don't want to give us your money at all, I mean, I get it, but lame. Uh, just like, share, and subscribe wherever you get this podcast. If you, And then also, if you have any needs for digital marketing, web development, or just branding, whatever you need, please reach out to Marty over at Digicat Tech, uh, over at digicattech.com. Uh, he has helped us with our new website. He's also providing all of our trivia questions and all of that. If you like other nerdy podcasts, especially D&D, check out Cobalt's in the Basement podcast. It's a live play D&D podcast hosted by yours truly, and it is uh, an all-things nerd production. At the end of the day, though, we just love that you're here. We thank you. We appreciate you. And this has been the All Things Nerd Podcast.